Hey, everybody, and welcome back into Locked On Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me. Jimmy Stein, that's him. Jimmy, how are you today? I am doing awesome. And, you know, it's less than a week to signing day. Used to be Christmas. Now it's a little more like Arbor Day. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it really is sort of something that we don't even stop getting mail uh, for this holiday anymore. The <laughs> banks are open. Yeah, all, all you kids, I'm afraid you have to go to school. All, all the adults, you have to go to work. It's pretty, pretty, pretty crappy holiday now. But yeah, it literally, I mean, I remember, uh, I mean, I could talk so many memories of it, but just literally getting out of bed early that day to jump in front of the computer or get in the car and go to wherever I was going to do signing day with buddies or up in Tuscaloosa. And uh, guy used to be just such a big thing. And, and now, and now it's nothing. This is, this is, Yet another thing that the NCA has ruined for all of us. Uh, it really is. And, um, you know, they've got to get their act together uh, because it, I, I'm like you. It was a holiday to me. I said it on the podcast uh, before that, you know, December is chock full of junk already. I mean, we got the SEC title game. We got the college football playoffs. You got Christmas. Um, you know, you got family coming over you don't like, you got all that, and you got credit card bills. Um, February kind of sucks. So National Signing Day sort of helped February, you know, help us get through February is what I'm saying. Um, Jimmy, if, if you haven't noticed everybody. Go ahead. No, I was just saying it's the big it's always been the big football event in January. We have uh, the national championship game. You have NFL playoffs. Uh, the Super Bowl, and then in February you had National Signing Day, and, and then March is the start of spring practice. So, I mean, so like every month basically until the summer, there's some sort of big football event, and uh, and Signing Day has now just been uh, ruined. Um, How they ruined happy days when, uh, you know, Fonzie jumped over those sharks in his jet skis. I think it was just one shark. I think it was. One shark. It was just one shark. And how do they get a shark? You know, how did they get the shark to stay inside the ropes? You know, they have like ropes or, or a net you could just easily get over. I mean, how do they keep the shark in just one area? Because that was in an ocean, right? I mean, it was in an ocean. It wasn't a swimming pool. It wasn't at SeaWorld. It was the open ocean. And even as an eight-year-old watching that, I'm like, how do they get the shark to stay in there? If the movie Deep Blue Sea taught me anything, is that you can train sharks by increasing their brain power. Oh. I mean, I, I you learn a little something from every movie you watch, Jimmy. Um, if you haven't noticed, we are trying to do this via uh, YouTube video now. I have absolutely no idea if this is going to work, um, but we're just going to try it and see. We, Jimmy and I may have to recut this whole podcast, and if we do, you won't know I'm even talking about this, so it doesn't matter. But um, I'm going to try and make this happen. Jimmy, um, to wrap up this first nonsensical segment, Kamara Wheaton, it doesn't look like he's going to be with the team any longer. This is a guy you and I were very high on. It's always been kind of debatable and, and questionable whether he was actually on a scholarship. Um, he was at the university. We, I think he was on scholarship, but nobody really knows. Um, it, it was he had a very bizarre recruitment and then he had a very bizarre tenure at the university. And now that bizarre tenure 
is over and his bizarre life continues. <laughs> yeah, boy, somebody pointed out the other day, uh, you know, completely different situation. But, uh, you know, Alvin Kamara came to Alabama and was there a year and never played and, uh, you know, never carried the ball at Alabama. And, 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 and you know, things worked out pretty well for him. And, and I think Kamara Wheaton has uh, that sort of NFL upside. Look, uh, he's not going to play for Alabama, and that's fine. And no one should ever – uh, in my mind, uh, I know I'm not. I mean, no, no one wants Alabama to win more than I do. I'm not upset uh, as an Alabama fan. I mean, either, uh, and it doesn't really matter what the real story is, either the kid doesn't want to uh, be here uh, at Alabama or uh, Alabama uh, staff doesn't want him as part of the football team, one of, one of those things, or he's not following the rules, or he did follow all the rules and he would just rather follow the rules somewhere else. Uh, we don't know that. But the point is, he, he, he's not going to be here. That's fine. Uh, Jameer Gibbs is, is, is an outstanding back. I'm really excited for those of you who haven't seen Gibbs. Uh, what a player. And, and he's going to be such a great fit. And, and Jace McClellan's a good player. And Rodell Williams is good. Trey Sanders will be one year better removed from his, uh, from his accident. And, of course, two highly recruited freshmen coming in, and Jamarian Miller, and Emmanuel Henderson. So uh, Alabama's running back room is fine uh, with or without uh, Kamar Wheaton. And uh, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm just excited about the running back situation next year. Doesn't affect me in the least that Kamar won't be a part of things. If the kid, uh, uh, hopefully the kid will be better off at his next uh, stop, wherever that is. Yeah, I think um, it, it probably is for the best. Look, there was bound to be some running backs leaving. Um, you just went over the cornucopia of talent we have there uh, coming in and already there and coming off injury, whatever. So, yeah, it was it was bound to have some attrition. That's the nature of the beast now, and um, that's going to be the way it is. Jimmy, let me tell everybody about Get Upside. Look, I'm going to pull it up on my phone right now. All right, I'm pulling it up. If you, you I don't know if you can see that. We, I don't know. And you definitely can't see it if you're only listening to this podcast, but uh, for some reason it's not coming up. Uh, so that, no, here it is. Look, look, there it is. I got the app right there. It's fantastic. Get Upside. Use promo code SCORE when you go to Get Upside anywhere that you get your apps, Google Play, App Store, whatever. So you go to Get Upside, and then when you check in at whatever gas station you're going to fill up, then you, uh, you get cash back on your gas. So if you get 10 gallons, you may get three cents a gallon. You may get 10 cents a gallon. You may get 15 cents a gallon. It just depends on the store. But if you use promo code SCORE, you'll get an extra 25 cents per gallon on your first fill-up. So you want to check that out at Get Upside. I'm telling you, it's just free money. That's all it is. So why not download it? Why not try it? It doesn't hurt any. And it just sort of adds up. I've got like 30-something dollars. Um, I didn't even have the thing a couple of months. Um, just about filling up because I travel a lot. So it's worked out great for me. Um, that's not, you're not getting rich, but it's just a little extra money. And I got four kids. I need the money. So get upside, go to get upside, check them out. Use promo code score. Also, I want to tell you about Built Bar. I wish I had a Built Bar to show you on camera, but I don't because I eat them all so quickly. Built Bar, they're delicious, nutritious, scrump delicious. Built Bars, they're fantastic. Go check them out at built.com, B U I L T. Dot com. Use promo code LOCKED15. You'll get 15% off that first order. You will love these things. They're covered in chocolate. Or like if you get the key lime pie flavor, it's covered in some kind of key limey thing that's really good. 
It's an icing. It's awesome. It's like a candy bar that's good for you, good for a keto or a keto diet. And Jimmy will tell you a keto diet is when your murderous friend um, allows you to sleep on his couch while you lose weight. So go to built.com, B-U-I-L-T.com. Check them out. Promo code LOCKED15 for these delicious, nutritious, scrumptious Built Bars. All right. Um, we won't spend a ton of time on basketball because I think we've vented enough <clears throat> over the last couple of podcasts about basketball. I hope these lights aren't blinding the hell out of everybody. Let me do that. Um, but Alabama is going to have a whiteout for Baylor. Um, I don't know how I feel about that. Uh, gimmicks are for other schools, not typically, but for this particular sport and given our status, I'm okay with it, except the edge was taken off any kind of promotional um, gimmick when we lose to Georgia, right? Yeah. Um, I'm, I, you know, people, I, I get accused sometimes of being a, a, bit, a bit of a cheerleader or a company man or, or whatever. Here, here's an example of, of no, I'm, I'm not on board with this. Not that it matters that I'm not, but I, I don't like it. Uh, I, I don't. I, I like the fact that Alabama was sort of a holdout from the the, the whiteout, blackout, crimson outs, red out. What we're gonna do? Uh, I, I I don't like it. Um, I, I think what I think it should just be enough to come enjoy Alabama sports and the uh, the tradition and uh, support our kids. Uh, and and now I, I don't hate it. I'm not you know boycotting. It. It's not. I'm just I'm I'm not a fan of it uh, now. I say that, and if I was going Saturday, I'm not. I'm not going this Saturday. But I'm going to go next Saturday to Kentucky. Uh, but if I was going, would I wear white? Yeah, because I mean, I'm not going to be the guy that that screws it up, you know, for the other fifteen thousand. But I, I'm I'm not. I, I preferred when Alabama was sort of a holdout to those sort of things, and and that was just something that other schools did. Um, so no, I'm not a fan of the decision at all. But uh, if I was going, yes, I would wear white. And if this is what Alabama wants to happen and they show the, the crowd on TV Saturday, uh, I guess I hope they're all in white jumping around. Most importantly, I would like Alabama to win. And and I will uh, use our first video podcast or what we think is our first video podcast to say, uh, I think Alabama is going to beat uh, Baylor on Saturday. I really do. I see why people call you a homer. <laughs> Uh, Baylor's really good. I mean, now that doesn't mean we can't beat them. And I do like the message I heard on Feinbaum yesterday from Nate Oates, where he said, apparently, um, he went in the locker room after the game against Georgia and said, you know, guys, I, I don't know what to say anymore. Y'all figure it out. I think that was a smart move because apparently they did have a big vent session. And um, sometimes something like that can, can help if you get everybody in a room together and they just let their feelings out. And if it's like, hey, I don't feel like you're pulling your weight. Well, who are you to tell me about pulling when you're not pulling your weight? And they can sort of get all that air, airing of grievances. It was a Festivus um, moment in the locker room after the Georgia game. Because I don't think Nate Oates even went and um, talked to the radio team afterwards, like he normally does. So, I mean, obviously he's taking it kind of hard and, you know, he should be because frankly, even though I am team Nate Oates, love Nate Oates, want Nate Oates to be at Alabama for a long time. 
if if you keep losing to teams like Georgia, you don't have to worry about whiteouts. You don't have to worry about buyouts. And um, so I, I think that that's that's something just to consider. And uh, anyway, Jimmy, let's go ahead and take another break. When we come back, I want to talk about something I saw on ESPN: the top games for 2022. Okay, somehow or another, I've got to figure out how to put the other advertisements in here. I don't know how to do that. Um, and uh, so we'll figure that part out later. Uh, but I will do it in the audio side. I might not do it on this side. And I don't know how to do that. So we'll just figure it out. Anyway, or I'll figure it out. Jimmy won't figure it out. Um, that is true. Uh, ESPN came out with their top uh, 22 games. No, just top 20, 22 games, I should say. And how about week one, I thought at first sounded kind of meh. But think about this. I'm just going to throw some games out there. Week one, September 3rd, Notre Dame at Ohio State, Utah at Florida, Georgia, Oregon in Atlanta, West Virginia at Pittsburgh, the backyard brawl is back on, Cincinnati at Arkansas. And on that same weekend, but it's Sunday's game, is Florida State, LSU, and New Orleans. Okay, I can get behind those. I mean, it's, you know, Alabama plays a dump truck game, game one, but all those are pretty fun. Yeah, I, I like that lineup, actually. I mean, obviously, when you're this many months out, I mean, any, any talk of next season, excited. I, I, I like that list of games. And when you say Alabama's got the dump truck game, I, I think Utah State will be ranked in that game. I think they're going to come into the season 22-23. That doesn't mean that I think the game will be tight or a one-score game or 30-21 or to 21 in the fourth quarter. Uh, I'm just saying that Utah State, to me, is very likely to be ranked, uh, and I'm hoping that they are because maybe that gets Alabama into a primetime kickoff, which would be nice that time of the year considering how hot it can be. Oh, Tuscaloosa. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if it's at night when it's It'll still be hot, but, but it will be slightly less hot. But it's almost worse. Because you feel if it's, it's almost worse at night because you feel like, okay, well, the sun's gone. I mean, it's got to be bad. No, it's it's like um, it sneaks up on you. You know right. what I mean? Right. No, I, I do. I do understand. And uh, I, I think that uh, uh, what's going to happen is if, if Utah State is ranked, I, I think that will be a primetime ESPN game. And I, I just, while I agree with you that it's a letdown because when you play at night, it, it you know, you think, well, it's not, at least it's not 98 degrees. No, with the humidity, it can still feel like 90 degrees. Uh, I, I saw, you know, Mobile has really bad humidity. I saw a minor league player that was playing against the Mobile minor league team. He was asking an interview, uh, what's the hottest place that you play? And he said, down in a mobile at night and i'm like yeah. that's because tuscaloosa is barely any different than that so um you know what um but that being said back to the the, the schedule of games I, I think it's great uh notre dame ohio state um uh, you know uh all of those games arkansas cincinnati is really interesting because arkansas is going to be preseason top 10 or 15 and, uh, and and Cincinnati's coming off the playoff, but they they lost so many dudes. Uh, that's almost a who would think of this, but that's literally like a statement game for Arkansas. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And Cincinnati will be ranked, I'm sure, simply because they made the playoffs, right? Don't you think? 
Uh, Cincinnati will be ranked for sure. Uh, I think they'll probably be disappointed where they rank. They lost so much off that team. Yeah. I think they're likely to be somewhere around that 15 area, but so is Arkansas. And then, of course, the only game they have for week two listed is Alabama-Texas. Um, and I'll just read off what it says. It says, whether in a close contest or asserting its dominance, Alabama will be worth watching just as it has been ever since Nick Saban took over in 07. The Crimson Tide are returning Heisman Trophy winner Bryce Young, another should-be Heisman candidate, and linebacker Will Harrison Jr., and a slew of other future NFL players. The Longhorns enter this game in their second season under Sarkeesian and could be starting South Lake, Texas native and Ohio State transfer Quinn Ewers. Ewers aside, Texas presents a compelling matchup with running back Bijan Robinson, arguably the best in the nation against what will be an improved Alabama defense. Um, and I think the the everybody's going to focus on Ewers versus Young. I think the real battle may be uh, Bijan Robinson against Jamar Gibbs. Oh, I love it. Uh, yeah, two of the best running backs in the country, uh, Heisman candidates galore in this game. Bijan is a every bit a completely legitimate Heisman candidate, along with Bryce Young, along with Will Anderson. As you said, Alabama will be featuring its own running back that, that could also be making a Heisman run. Uh, Texas, uh, Austin is just going to roll out the red carpet for that. Uh, it, it's going to be an awesome environment. Uh, it's going to be hot there. Uh, and hopefully that'll be a primetime game. Some, somebody asked a very good question. I'm usually really good with the TV stuff, but uh, whether that's an ABC game or a Fox game, uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I think it's a Fox game, but I'm not positive about that. If it's a Fox game, we could be looking at an 11 a.m. kick, which uh, yeah, I'm not oh, a big Jesus, fan. come on. Yeah. Really? Well, that big you Fox. I mean, there's Fox. no way Fox, Fox. wouldn't bomb time that mother. Fox likes to put its best game at 11, and they feel like that's a time slot that they own because well, – You're right. Oh, yeah. You're right because what they do, they, they're hoping that it leads to more viewers for their pregame. Correct. Like Correct. you're just sort of on that channel. Um, well, and, and all the other networks traditionally try to stay away from 11. They want to do primetime or worst case scenario, 2.30. You don't really want to do 2.30 and compete against the CBS network at 2.30, nor do you want to compete against ABC, ESPN at night, the Fowler-Herb Street game. So Fox just sort of planted their flag uh, as to that 11 a.m. time slot. That's why I call it the big noon kickoff. And let me tell you, if that's a Fox game and not an ABC game, uh, I think 11 a.m. is a real possibility. And 11 a.m. in Austin, Texas, week two in September, uh, don't 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 bring a coat. I've been to Austin a gazillion times, and um, it's a great city. It's a lot of fun, um, but man, it's like Tuscaloosa in a sauna. <laughs> and um, yeah, it's it that would be a pain in the ass at eleven o'clock in the morning. Oh my god! I've already got all my stuff ready for that game, though. So I mean, I'm I'm I'm. Headed to the game for sure. I'll be there. Uh, looking forward to it. Um, all right, Jimmy, let's wrap it up for this one because I'm not sure this worked. So we'll see if it worked. Um, and who knows? But until next time, everybody, roll time. Roll time.